Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC. And we are in the house today sharing that the Almighty loves you and you can do anything about it. Praise God. I spend a special greeting to the Stone Builders family and especially those men and women who are incarcerated in the Big Bend and Texoma area. That is Big Bend is the is the Tallahassee area and uh, with golf counties and and uh, Big Bend is a big area just as Texoma is from northern Texas and in southern Oklahoma. And and the the Big Bend has a big area, big uh, you know it's like it's really heavy on my heart. Because I know many who are behind bars, along with correction officers and staff. As a former volunteer and chaplain with the Florida Department of Corrections, I'm fully aware of your daily routines, both good and bad. That's why hey, I want to reinforce Romans 12, 2. We had a revival out there at the prison at Wakala at the main unit, and it was based on Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Just know that even though you're incarcerated, the Almighty still hears your prayers. But you must first take steps towards him. Praise God. Welcome, podcast and radio family, to another informative session. And just note what Pastor said at the end of Romans 12, 2, that you may prove, not your neighbor, not your brother, not your oh, sister, yes, right. not your mother, your father, but that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, we bring you great tidings in the Lord and his holy word, the Bible. Yes. Deuteronomy 18.10 states, There shall not be found among you any who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, those who practice witchcraft, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. And it's funny because there's a movie going around that mm -hmm. is called The Necromancer. It's based on that. Well, necromancers are people who practice in the art of spirits oh. because they conjure up spirits in order to do their will. So that God is definitely against it and it seems like uh they are in every day in every area of our lives like these spirits and divinations and people and i mean just just evil 
Well, just know that the devil is the ruler of this earth. So he is in every crevice and we have to be able to overcome this by the living word. This scripture, Deuteronomy 18.10, just states pertains to today, especially due to our own current events, such as abortion, children being abused and traffic. And then we have (laughs) the pride month, which is going to end in a few days. Hallelujah. Hand clap. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just a couple more days. Because it is just taking me out. Mm. This is going on nationwide, New York, Chicago, Canada. I mean, all over. London. Yes. Pride participants were marching and shouting, we're here. We're queer. And we're coming for your children. I I hope you are hearing this. They were shaking their fists at the Almighty and letting parents know their goal is to turn your children. Did you hear me? Mm. To turn your children. Well, we have a short clips because I, I hopefully, let me turn it up a, just a notch <laughs> more because I want you to hear it. Hold we on. We didn't say it. We didn't make this up. Yes, this is on Twitter, believe it or not, if you want to look it up. Tim Cass News uh, was carrying the parade. Hold on. So you hear that we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. So I hope you know where your children are. I hope you have a rain on your children. I hope you are bringing them up in the admonition of the Lord so that they can overcome this evil. But this was the shocking chant at the New York City Pride Parade last weekend. After this clip went viral, the mainstream media stepped in to reassure us homosexual groups always use that phrase and it's fine. No, it's well, not. the devil is a liar. Yes, he is. I mean, you're chanting. Yes. That's like someone coming in your house and said, I'm coming in and I'm going to take your kids. What are you going to yes. do about it? The coming for your children chant has been used for years at Pride events, according to longtime March attendees and gay right activists who said it's one of the many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ Nazi plus two plus two whatever that was means that binary or something oh, it's a whole lot of other stuff but anyway what I thought was interesting is these parades you see all these children at the parades parents what in the heck are you doing these people especially out in California they, they're butt naked. They're in New York, but naked too, riding I mean, parades. The men with a junk hanging out. I mean, I am just <laughs> oh, at God. all. They got bicycle helmets on, but they junk flapping around. Can you uh, <laughs> but I just oh, cannot naked. believe oh, God, that help us. parents, you're out there having your children looking at this. We know they were go- coming into the libraries having drag queen 
uh, reading times. We know they're coming into the schools, but to actually take your child somewhere where you have a say in whether they should be there or not to see the, see this site. So you're saying it's okay. Masochism also. They're dressed up like in leather and and bondage and things that how do they get sexual with that well it's not about that it's about doing whatever you want whatever pleases you and no one can stop you but all i know is when the end comes because we're living in the last days ladies and gentlemen (laughs) believers unbelievers the serious stuff Gays, homosexual, straight, just know that for every word that comes out of your mouth, you are going to be responsible for it. It's a record. So just know that God has the last word, Pastor. He has a long memory. Mm. He has a short memory, but he, he chooses who he decides to be short memory because he will forget all of your sins, but you must submit Sin no more and obey the Tenth Commandment and be baptized in his name. Yeah, my favorite excuse about my favorite excuse comes from this gay guy, a gay activist rather, uh giving some respect, Brian Griffin, who says, It's all just words. With that, you can excuse saying anything. Try the same excuse next time the gay community goes after someone for a hate crime or misgendering somebody. Look what they did to Kevin Hart. Or look what they did to David Chappelle there for a while. Or comedians who say something against uh, the gay community. Boy, you're going to lose a nickel and a dime real quick. And the media simply won't report honestly this issue. It's why our show, The Stone Builders Hour, will always gives the truth based on biblical principles. To me, JC, this chant explains why the spew movement goes after children, and it should make parents vigilant in protecting their kids from pressures to transform your children without your knowledge. Many states, they're creating laws allowing schools to take your children to halfway houses without your approval and begin changing their gender with painful and forever surgeries that you don't have any say so in because your six-year-old child says, oh, I think I'm a boy today. Oh, I like to climb trees. So I'm a little girl who likes to climb. I'm a boy. Oh, I think I need to be a boy because I like to shoot marbles and and have a yo-yo. Well, well, I want to play baseball with the boys, so uh, I, I must be a boy. Well, one of the and things take that and oh, well, one of the things is the uh, the disillusion of how children grow up. Because it, I was a tomboy, but I sure wasn't running around talking about I wanted to be a boy. I knew I was a girl, and people affirm that. And then when being brought up in the house of the Lord. You know that certain things are good. You know some things are evil. You know some things are right and wrong. Mm. So you begin to form formulate in your own mind as a child. But children don't really know who they are. They are learning that process. That's and right. you as a parent are to guide them. And if you're guiding them in the right direction, what does it say? If you grow up a child in the way they should be, which means in the Bible, they will not depart from it. Yeah, I wonder if these trans people uh, who are coming, they say they want your children. 
Well, they go after those kids in Lakeview, uh, Illinois, which is outside Chicago. You had about 200 black youth uh, going through the town, breaking windows, standing on cars in the Lakeview area of Chicago. It's like they were just terrorizing everybody and everything. Shop owners and restaurants had to close and shut their doors because of you had a couple hundred of these black kids who were like between what, 12 and 16 years old. They out there causing havoc. But that's Do they want the, those kids too? No, they, they don't, don't want, want those, those kids. kids. They want those. Uh, they want the, where they at? Where they at? Where they kid coming after their kids? We queer, we gay, we come. Man, they're, they're not, gonna get beat up. Those <laughs> are down. the children who are for really truly forgotten about because yes. those are the children that we worked with for a number of years yeah. in our after school program uh, in the program where ch- parents were incarcerated and we worked with them to, on visits and things of that nature people have forgotten about that that's one of the things that i'm somewhat angry about because the black movement that went on in this country, black, black and unpiled, no, before Black Lives yeah, Matter. That's true. We grew up when we were black power, uh, James Brown singing that song. We were there being diligent about being at the forefront of our movement. Where is that movement? It's disappeared. It's gone. Now we're everything but. Well, it's like we've changed our whole persona from a black movement into an LBGTQ plus two movement. And I don't remember signing up for that. But before you go into that, because I know you want to say something, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about when I talked about the prohibitions um, of this whole situation from Deuteronomy 18 is that this except the one thing that we as true believers should be, if we are real Israelites, if we are really truly the people of God, is that God wanted us to be a blameless people. Yes. He didn't want us caught up into all this. So if we're caught up into all these movements, that's against the will of God. We're not doing his will. We're doing the devil's will. And remember, the devil's in the airways. He's in everything. And when we see him at the end and see how pitiful he is, we're going to wonder, why did we accept accept his word? Why did we believe that? But one thing that Moses was, he was a genuine prophet. He prophesied that another prophet like himself would come and this would be in the fulfillment of Jesus Christ. And Peter, in his sermon recorded in Acts 3, 23, quoted the same philosophy. So we're looking for a real Christ. I, I don't know about you, but my Christ doesn't look like the Christ on the picture. No, that was Michelangelo's uh, depiction. Uh, my Christ is going to be someone who's going to be buffed. Who's going to have tan, dark skin? Who's going to have woolly hair? Because that's recorded in Revelations. Yes. And so we're looking for something that doesn't exist. That's uh, not only an illusion, but we have disillusioned ourselves to believe that Christ is something other than that. I don't know about you, but if you look at the pride parade, is that the Christ you're looking for? Mm. Because if it is, you are not only confused, but you're damned. 
I was just going to say about where, where what happened is that it started back with uh, President Clinton and that crime bill that he put together. And a lot of folks hopped on it because of the the crack epidemic of uh, that was going on uh, right before that. But what they were doing is that you can have like a, a half an ounce and get five years or you can have an eight ball and get ten you can have, you know, you can have a small quantity of coke or drugs or heroin and you got locked up one, five, 10, 15 years. So that means that the men were removed from the families. So we had these children growing up without fathers, father absence become became the norm. Uh, the norm where now we have 70 percent of our families don't have fathers in them. Mm. Where are the daddies at? So who what father is guiding these Young men and these young women, the way they should go. Oh God, there's more that we can well, say. Well, there's on a this whole lot more, but we only got thirty things. minutes. We only got, yeah. Oh God! Well, don't tell is, me the time is up. I'm no, just, no. What we're gonna do is we we're gonna take stuff. a short break because we do want to come back to see how all of this is leading to one important area that you should be concerned about, and that's food. Yes. So we'll be right back to discuss that. Greeting friends and neighbors, Pastor Gary Montgomery here inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or Stone bhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site welivingstones.org Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Yes, indeed. And I'm telling you, this world is topsy-turvy. Because <laughs> one of the things, we, you know, we talked about uh, Pride Month and what's been going on because they said they're queer, they're here, and they're coming for your children. Wow. Well, not only are they coming for your children, they're coming for your food. Yeah. Oh, There's a God. whole stories of the Netherlands getting ready to kill over over 250,000 cows because a cow farts it messes up the environment so much so that it's it's messing up with uh the whole what is it called climate change yeah. and but you you know I, i'm gonna just stick this in but there's also nuances about what's happening in the skies about how the sun is being covered remember bill gates said that we have to cut off the sun and all i know is i need my vitamin d and the only way i get it is through the sun so i need my that. sunshine yeah but anyway we want to talk, talk about kim trails <laughs> yes there's a lot of stuff going on here maybe we'll, maybe we'll follow up with that oh, some of the man. other storylines that are going, going on, on in this environment because environment. i believe that's why the earth is groaning because we're messing up the earth with all of this chemicals 
And have you noticed there's been at least three chemical spills over rivers? Yellowstone River had one. Uh, the river that was between Pennsylvania and Ohio had one. And then the uh, it, it, loss of the chemicals that went from uh, from on its way for, to uh, Wyoming to California. Right. They like lost 60,000 pounds, pounds of, of ammonium, ammonium chloride, which, uh, believe it or not, burns brown. So all those small cities, mm, I wonder what. That really is a <laughs> conspiracy. And Philadelphia's got another alert that their uh, air uh, whole air quality is going to be bad for the next few days. Mm. All right, but we're going to come back to food. We want to know why is food important in the scripture? Exodus 23, 25 says, you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. Maybe that's why I can't make any bread. It's all, <laughs> all the chemicals messed up. And I will take sickness away from on you. It's not expired. <laughs> How about that? We're going to work on that. Because my goal is to make the best bread ever and stop buying it in the store. I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> Food is an integral part to communicating the, the b- b- biblical message. Uh, Yeshua used it all the time. Mm. Food characterizes situations and people. He talks about the seed falling to the ground and how sometimes it grows up with the tares and the wheat. Yeah. Um, so he, and he used, also says, I will take sickness away from among you right. with the food. So it structures and marks the, the dramatic development of the text as it relates to food. Many metaphors frequently consist of gastronomic terms. And again, like I said, Yeshua's parables relates to food. So pastor, guess what they're trying to do now? <laughs> We have another story, another oh, short clip on what? Synthetic chicken. And we uh, we did a short thing about the plastic and the eggs or the rubber eggs. Oh, we didn't I hope talk you, about that. We didn't. Fake so, eggs. So we'll come back to that real quick. But let's listen to this short clip about synthetic chicken grown in the lab. <clears throat> we are back with the new lab-grown chicken that was just approved for sale in the U.S. Could be headed to your dinner plate. Devin Dwyer has the details. Good morning, Devin. Hey, good morning, George. Americans ate 75 billion pounds of red meat and chicken last year, but what if some of that meat was not raised on farms, but instead of high-tech facilities? Scientists say that could be good for the environment and your health, and soon it could be on menus and store shelves. I am not eating any of that meat. Gonna, is that the, the lab that made the coronavirus? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> right that made the, right. This is not funny, but you have to laugh because it's so crazy. They're telling me because I ate 75 million pounds of beef and chicken that it's better for me to have the chicken that's outside clucking and eating the seeds and the berries and the wheat and and getting good meat that it's better for me to have it where they take a cell from the chicken and grow In and, and it looked dish. like and, and, the, and the story looked like it was a breast oh yeah i'm not eating that i'm sorry we will have we will be getting some oh, more meat God. meat chickens so we can have some real meat some and we're gonna have more chickens for eggs because that's the other thing they're making plastic eggs yes it's 
since 2017. So just know if That's the eggs don't thing. look right, you know, and I was always complaining about how I, I, we love hard boiled eggs and I keep them in the fridge so we can eat them from time to time. But sometimes the, the, the shell doesn't break off. It just makes a mess. Well, that's probably the fake eggs. But last week, the FDA approved the sale of chicken made from animal cells, allowing two California companies to offer lab-grown meat to the nation's restaurant tables mm. and eventually supermarket shelves. Oh. So the Agriculture Department gave the green light to Upside Foods, listen to Upside Foods, and Good Meat. <laughs> that's the name of the businesses. <laughs> firms that have been racing to be the first in the U.S. to sell meat that doesn't come from slaughtered animals. What's now being referred to as cell cultivated or cultured meat for the laboratory and arrives on your dinner plate. Well, this, vegans eat this chicken now because it's lab made. So does that open it up to, to no, vegans? No, or if you real vegan, you know, because it's still coming from the animal. It's a cell though. That, that's still oh, a chicken cell. This that's move right. launches okay. a new era of meat production aimed at eliminating live chickens and reducing the so-called environmental impacts of grazing, growing feed for animals and animal waste well i don't know about you but we don't ha- we do feed our chickens grain and all that but our chickens eat everything that's why them eggs taste so good yeah, so do. i don't know you this is a story for you to to kind of uh put over to think about because chicken. are you ready for your slice of synthetic chicken. If we the only ones who saw the movie Soylent Green mm. with Charlton Heston. Need to go back and look. Go back and check out Soylent Green, uh, Charlton Heston. But Proverbs 23.1. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat. If you are a man given to appetite, do not desire his delicacy. Where they are deceptive foods. Mm, isn't that what they're trying to do? Telling you that fake meat's going to taste so good. So based on this story that JC just said, I believe we should, JC, we're going to invest in some more live chickens. We have some weak ones. Because how many chickens have we killed so far for food? Um, Three, I think. I grew up with, my grandparents raised chickens. They had a store, so they raised chickens and, and had a the corner store. And uh, so there was, uh, you know, like Wednesday, Thursday, there'd be a big chicken kill because we lived in Coal Valley, Pennsylvania, and there'd be a whole bunch of chickens. And that was our job, you know, so that's how I grew up. So taking the chicken out for my dinner plate, that was, that's what we did. But environmentally, our chickens, our chickens, like JC said, they eat veggies from our gardens crickets that can do destroy our garden and plus if we see cricket we got a little jc got a little net she'd be catching them just so give she them, can give, them, to, give the them to the chickens they love them they go chasing around we have one chicken who always most of the times catches them and and everybody be chasing after her because they want a piece of that cricket <laughs> and plus they eat all our scraps right and 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 that dung that they use that chicken dung that they use we put in our compost bin so it's like full cycle. And that's why, you know, we get great tasting chickens and some awesome eggs. Matter of fact, I came back with some blue eggs today. They were brown oh, and blue. Okay. And, uh, and hey, did y'all know that eggs lay many shades of brown along with blue and green? I mean, do y'all know that? It, 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 it's real. And, and now just, you know, and for us to move and eat 
bugs. They want us to eat what the chickens eat. They want us to eat the bugs. And then that, you, you said that Netherlands, they had 250,000 cattle, and, and they're telling the citizens that they're going to just kill them. Eat bugs. They want y'all to eat the bugs. And so are y'all ready to eat bugs? For your protein? Know that soon and very soon. If they made chicken, you know beef is on the way. You mean synthetic beef. Synthetic yeah. beef is on the way. It's going to be made in the lab, too. They pro- they're working on it now. Now, they probably are. It's probably waiting to get FDA approval now, waiting for your supermarket shelf. Well, just know that uh, we talk about our favorite person or unfavorite person, Bill Gates. He's one of the largest landowners in the U.S. What's he doing with all that property? Is he? He gonna be eating real chicken. You know he, he gonna is. be eating real beef. Like he gonna be boys. Eating, eating real bison while we up here eating bugs yes. and synthetic food. Yep. The devil is a liar. And plus, <laughs> and plus, he's putting droplets in the sky to block out the sun. Does that make any sense? Nope. You're gonna block out the sun. You forcing all of us to eat synthetic food. Plus, you got the vegetables growing. In the lab as it is now. Well, G- GMOs. Yeah, but not only GMOs, GMOs. A lot of your because I know we we grow a lot from our seeds, and they've gotten to the point that seeds don't reproduce anymore. That's not of God. God said that every seed shall produce after its own kind. That's from Genesis. And now we talk about. The fruit does have, I'm, I'm coming up with seedless watermelon. Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I pay more for that than I do the, the melon with the seeds. Yeah. So that's why we're growing watermelons right yeah. now. So there is, so there is. That's why a, the Almighty got us out here on this farm just so we can be there for other people to know what real food tastes mm, like. Well, we going we might be we'll uh, have to be shipping out some things pretty soon. I'd have to be. We had to give out our address and everything so we can start a mailing list. Well, we're going to I think we're going to continue on this vein because one of the things that I believe as believers we should stay connected and be connected because so many of us are going without the very basic living. Uh, God didn't put us here to be eating synthetic anything. Right. He put us in Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Yes. Where Adam got to name everything. And then he says, it was good. Mm-hmm. So now you're telling me I'm going to have to come up with synthetic plants synthetic food synthetic chicken synthetic beef and this is going to be good for us Mm. i don't think so devil was a liar he is well pastor we need to be closing out i know you had a prayer to do i have a prayer for families there in difficult times because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now that we don't hear about that families are going through and I just want to let them know that there's always hope and courage. Yes. In Psalms 80, uh, I mean, Psalms 35, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Lord, I pray for our families who are going through a difficult time right now. 
You said in your word that we will experience trouble, but we can be encouraged because we have already overcome the world. Mm. John 16.33 says so. He, he came to overcome the world for us. Help my family. Help your family. Help all families to overcome the challenges they are facing right now through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let them know that you are with them and that you will never leave or abandon them. During this difficult time, help our families to reach out to you in prayers. May they cling to your promises more than their daily bread, according to Job 23, 12. Help them through this trial and may they develop perseverance. May they develop hope and character through your grace and your power. In the mighty name of Yeshua, I say amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, tune in next week because I'm telling you, the world is a crazy place. Mm. And we are living in the last days. I think I'm going to real egg right now <laughs> and a real chicken leg. How about that? How about some fried chicken right All now? All right. We can do that. Peace out. See you next week. Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour.